0: what's up what's up what's up everyone this is your girl Shanika Brown and you're listening to the Black Girl Writing Podcast where I talk about writing publishing faith being a god-bearing woman and what it's like being an owner of a publishing company join me each week to be a part of a space that is for us and by us where it gets real raw and all up in your face you thought your voice didn't matter but baby it does what's up what's up what's up you guys welcome back to another episode of the bgw podcast and you're listening to your host shanika brown and let's just get into the episode okay so today's scripture is coming from First corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 and it's coming from the new living translation version so here we go the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience and god is faithful he will the temptation to be more than you can stand when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. And that's the scripture of the episode. And I really love that um, scripture. I'm about to start, I'm going to start putting that everywhere because that's a really good scripture. Like it, it, that's really good. I love it. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about race representation and why it's important How do we do our part? And a little story time of how I feel like there's not enough Black people in the author community. And I just don't understand why. Like There's so many talented writers out there, and I don't know why we're not putting ourselves out there. But yeah, but that's what we're going to get into today. So why it's important. It is so important to Be an author. Like if you have a story to tell, or if you feel like you're a good writer and you want to write nonfiction books or write fiction books, like it is so important for our black children or our black nieces, nephews, cousins, aunties, uncles, nephews, whatever, get to see people like us doing things that they've never seen before. So it is super important for us to be able to show them that, yeah, you can be an author. Yes, you can be like, um, Tyler Perry, or you can be like Ava DuVernay, or you can be like the lady who created the Harry Potter books. I can't remember her name off the top of my head for some reason, but there are people out there, black people that you can be like, you know what I'm saying? That you can see on TV, that you can see in real life. Um, Even being able to write books for schools. Like, yeah, there's Black authors. We're reading Black literature and not just in African-American studies. Like, I think it is super important for us to also write books for people to see. Like, I I work in a high school and I remember telling people, hey, I wrote a book, you know, I published it, and everybody was super excited. And they asked me, would they be able to read this in class? And I had to tell them, like, no, like, this is not something you read in school. But I thought about it, like, why... Won't I just um, step out of my box and write something that they can have in school that, that could be on the curriculum? Like something that kids would be like, wow, I read a book that I really enjoyed and it didn't portray black people as slaves. It didn't portray black people as woman beaters or criminals. Like it portrayed them in a good way. It taught a lesson. It was, we were able to learn and reflect and digest the book. And it wasn't something that was boring. It was something that I could relate to. It was something that I can understand. And I feel like us as black authors or black writers, we need to put ourselves in place to be those leaders for the next generation. Like, yeah, social media is showing us these things, but at the end of the day, there's still few, there's still a few amount of black authors reaching success. Like, um, yes, your success can mean anything. Like I just published a book and that's good enough. But why can't you think bigger than that? Like, where do you see your book being read or being spoken at? Like, put your book in places that you would never expect. Yes, I want to be an Amazon bestseller. Yes, I want to be in Barnes and Nobles. Yes, I want to be in schools and libraries. You know, I want to be. I want my book to be in the curriculum, school curriculum. Like, think bigger because it can happen. You you just never know what vision God has for you and your book and what what your purpose is for writing that book. So if you have that vision that you need to really like do your research and think bigger and really get into that. For me, any chance I get, I tell people that I'm a writer. Like not 100% of the time, but I would say about 95% of the time I'm telling kids like, "Hey, I'm an author. Did you know I wrote this book?" and they're all like shocked like, "Oh, I know a an author." And even like my little cousin she's six years old and she's like I know you wrote this book like she knows she's like I remember you telling me you know or kids and they say I've like I've never met an author before and they've met me and I'm a black woman so I think race representation being able to be in place to show other black children that you don't have to be an athlete you don't have to be a doctor you don't have to be a lawyer like you can be something creative you can be an artist um For an example, you can be an interior decorator, you know, you can be an author, like you can be all these things no matter what. Like, even if it's just hobby filled and you just go out and do it anyway, like don't keep your talent and your hobbies to yourself, like really put it out into the world, see where it gets you. Cause you never know your hobby might be your ticket to success. And I always feel like when God is telling me to do something, I'm not going to sit back and not do it. Like I might not do it right then and there, but I might do it later in life. And I know God has given me these visions and these, my purpose in life is not just to be an author. And I know that for a fact. So I am taking the steps to become the person God wants me to be and what my purpose is in life. And sometimes I still get a little like, God, what is my purpose? Because you're giving me all these business ideas and you're giving me all these goals and these aspirations and things, but I don't know where to go. And that's my own head because I, I get stuck in my head out. I just want to do a hundred things, but that's besides the fact. But I also want to be that representation for black women and for black men and for black children and letting them know, like, it is okay to defy your parents and do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I struggled for a long time. With going to college, and till this day, like I always feel like, oh, I want to go back to college just to get a degree, just in just because, like, not even because I want to make somebody proud or anything. Because I stopped that a long time ago. When I dropped out of college, I no longer tried to please people for what they believe my life and my path I should be going in. Like I don't, I don't care. Like I'm gonna do what I want to do because I'm gonna do what makes me happy. You know, Um, if you want to write a book, I say do it because if that what if that's what makes you happy, go for it. Like what's the worst that can happen? You just don't write your book. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you write your book, what's the worst that's going to happen? Nothing. It's going to be on a shelf. You didn't tell no one, but that's okay. At least you still wrote your book and you were able to show people that you did this, so can they. Um... I want to get into telling you this story. Um a few years ago I wanted to be an author tuber and I wanted to get into YouTube and teach people how to write their books on YouTube. Um do I want to do that now? I don't think so. I don't really think I like it that much. I'm more of a creative person like just talking to the camera doesn't really excite me. I don't know, just not my thing. But anyway, I wanted to do that a couple years ago and I was like researching like looking for black author tubers and there's like a couple but they're not super successful. Like, they don't have 100K subscribers. They're not at a million subscribers. They're not making money on YouTube. They're just doing it as a hobby now. And I was wondering, like, but why is that? Why is AuthorTube whitewashed? Like, it's for white people. When you think of AuthorTube, you think of white, snooty white people. And I'm not being racist or being prejudiced or anything, but when I was researching, that is literally who I found. I remember being in a Facebook group called AuthorTube. And the people in there, they were rude. Like, I remember they were nice to the white people asking stupid questions, and they didn't say no smart remarks, and they answered, and they left links, and they were just nice and kind, you know? And I remember, like, a few times, and even with myself, I remember somebody asking a question. They were like, that was a stupid question. You could have Googled it. Or, like, they were being rude, and I was like... I don't know if they're being serious or sarcastic. And even if they were being sarcastic, like that's rude. Like you don't even know me or that person enough to even be sarcastic in a way, in a rude way. Like it just didn't make sense to me. I I was really bothered and I wanted to comment something and just go off. But I decided, you know, like that's not my battle to fight at the time. And I just could I just couldn't understand why white people sometimes feel like they can't share the space with us. And it, it just, it bothers me. Um, and that's the same with um, slavery. And I just want to bring this up real quick, but I cannot watch slavery movies without being pissed at white people. Like, it gets to my heart and my soul, and I'm just like, how were they even allowed to do this? How did this even, like, yes, I know how this started, but how did this even come about where they were like, what meeting were they sitting in where they were like, let's own people. Let's, you know what, we're not going to own white people. Let's own black people. Like, I just don't understand how that was a concept, how that was right in their minds, and how they even were okay with lynching and beatings and whippings and having us pick cotton and work for them and and molesting us. like I just never understood that. So I feel like race representation even ties hand, goes hand in hand with this. Like we have to we have to set ourselves apart and make ourselves known in these spaces. We have to be able to tell them, you know, yeah, this might have been white last year, but this year, our black people were dominating this space. Like, we're going to get in the space no matter what. If I have to find a seat at the table, I'm going to find a seat at the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just going to wait for my table to come. I'm going to sit where I want to sit, you know? And I feel like we are so afraid to do that at sometimes, like, because we don't want the conflict. And I feel like sometimes it's just, it's necessary. And that's just me. I'm a fighter. I like, you know. I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, if I feel like you got a problem with me, I'm going to step to you. Like, that's just me. But anyway, let's just continue. So in the author AuthorTube group, I remember asking a question about something, and they full-on attacked me, and the creator of the group had to delete the whole post because they were they were attacking me over something stupid, and I was like, well, you know, if I was going to scam you, like, why would I ask you for this? Like, what am I scamming you for? Or why would I scam you over $7 or scam you over $2 or whatever it was? What would I be scamming you for over that? I can I can be a whole scammer and make $10,000 in 24 hours. Like, I am not trying to scam you over $7. You know how many people I would have to scam just to get $10,000 off a $7 product? Like, nobody has time for that. And I felt really, I just felt really bad. I remember being so upset. Like, I cannot believe they still treat black people this way with no respect, absolutely no respect. And it's it's crazy to me because it's like we live in a world where racism is still a huge part of the society and we can't do anything about it because nine times out of 10, this is a white world. Um, everything we do is surrounded by white people. Uh, and I'm not saying that I want to live in a, a black world only and not have diversity but what I'm saying is like we can't go nowhere in the world without them looking down on us or without them um what's the saying putting their nose up at us or whatever it is the saying is um listen it is 10 p.m my brain is shot. I don't know what I'm saying right now but I'm getting this pos- podcast out to you guys on Thursday because I missed last Thursday and I'm so 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 sorry so I want to get this out for you guys so I am working double time okay As a Black author, I feel like it's our duty to put ourselves in position and preparation to be in those spaces for us to be able to represent the Black community. um, I feel like we should be on YouTube more. We should have more podcasts. We should be speaking at more events. We should be dominating the Amazon bestsellers, New York Times bestseller. We should be in other stores besides We should be in other places besides the library. We should be in spaces where white people are. I think we should um, start dominating those areas. And in 2020, that is one of my goals, to dominate the writing community as a Black author. I want to start hitting bestseller. I want to start donating more books to, like... Poverty schools. I want to start doing a lot of things with black people because I feel like the representation isn't there. I feel like more black people will be more inspired, or black children would be more inspired if more black people got up and spoke to these people. Um, I always feel like we get invited to do events, and there's a bunch of white people, and there's a few black people in the crowd, but I feel like as black women or black men or black authors, that's who I really target. So I'm gonna to talk to you guys. We really need to get into an area and step into an area of the representation, to be that representation, to be that voice. Um, I feel like we need to be heard more in 2020 as authors and not just as like influencers or entrepreneurs or just as entertainers. Like we need to be in a space of, I want an author to come to my school. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember being an author and we had just like Eight people coming. They're talking about nothing. Or we didn't have speakers at all. Like teachers never thought like, hey, we have a 50-50 white and black school. Why don't we get a white entrepreneur or a white somebody and a black person as well? I remember being in um, junior high. Our principal was black. He was an African man. He wore gold jewelry. He had an accent and people didn't really like him at all. He wore, I don't know if his jewelry, I always heard his jewelry was not real gold, but Regardless of the fact, he was gaudy, you know, he he was himself 100% and people hated that. And even in the school that I work in now, there is this head, she's the chairman of the special ed department and she's a black woman. She holds her head up high. She walks with pride and people can't stand her. The white people, oh, that her, oh yeah, whatever. And I'm like, you're hating off of this black woman. Why can't you just clap for her? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because if it was a white woman or a white man in charge and in that position, you would be clapping for him. And I always feel like why do they feel like we can't be in the same positions as them why do they feel like like what do they feel like it's taking from them if we are in place or we are in position where they should be and we we beat them to the to the punch like I don't understand why they' why it's an issue you know what I'm saying like I would never be mad as a white person at a white person if they got the spot before me unless I knew it was a race thing like if I knew they just worked better they had better, a better resume. They did their interview way better than me. Like, there's no reason for me to hate. I'm I'm going to clap for them no matter what. And a lot of people don't do that. And I always feel like now that this specific person, she is the assistant principal, they hate her even more. And it's like so funny to me. And then the person who got her job is another black woman that I love. I just don't understand. People are haters and it's just, it's crazy to me. I don't understand. So it is so important for race to be represented in Black areas. Um, I think we need to push on and do more in those spaces. Um, How do we do our part, right? Like I always think, how can I do my part? How can I really represent a Black author or a Black woman, a Black entrepreneur, someone who's doing her own thing? I'm not just slave to corporate. Um, I like like working in corporate. I don't mind having a job um, and working for somebody else, but then some people do. But I also like to tell any Black person I come in contact with don't give up you know start off in college you never know what you will find out about yourself and i feel like the perfect time is for college and i always tell them to go to college no matter what like whether you go to a community college i always make sure i tell them but well, go to school like cuz if you're not sure what you want to do or you want to do this you have to go to school um or even if it's like well don't just you know get a job because 9 times out of 10 if they just get a regular job, they're not making enough money. You know, now they gotta support their family. So now they start trapping. And I'm not saying that's for every black person or that's everybody's story, but it's a lot of us. And then that one time they go to jail and now it ruins the rest of their lives. And now they can't get jobs. And it's like, they end up in this, this area where we all continue to fall in. And I feel like if we had more people guiding black children, and being that spokesperson for black children, it will make it easier and less of a statistics to grow of minorities being the top criminals, the top people in jail. And that's just my opinion. I feel like we there's a lot we have to do and there's a lot of things that we can't do because we can't stop society, we can't stop the government, we can't stop how they see us, where they want us to be and how they wanna stop us. So that also ties in hand in it. But I feel like we have to we have to represent and be the spokesperson. Even if you have to do speak do free speaking engagements, I say do it. Like especially if it's going to you think it might even help a bunch of black children in the minority school district that don't get a lot of funds. They you know, they barely have buses, you know, like those real those schools that don't really get that inspiration to go to college. They don't have the money to go to college. They don't have the money to do the things that they want to do. Um and they're just they just end up doing nothing. I feel like if they see people from those same areas, they will be like, all right, well, if she grew up here and she made it out, like, so can I. Um, and I feel like we also have, we know more resources than them. Um, sometimes it's even like the parents who are stuck in those poverty mindsets. They don't have the resources. They don't know the resources. So they, can, they never grew up with a representation. I feel like it's our duty um, to be that representation. You know what I'm saying? So if you do it, if we all can get together and represent amazing black men and women and authors and get people to really prosper in this world, I think it would really help a lot of people. Um, Even with being on Instagram, you don't really, they don't really, they don't look for us. Like, they, they look at celebrities and things like that. And I'm not saying being a Black celebrity is wrong, but they don't see, like, realistic things. Like, yes, not everybody can be a basketball player. Not everybody can be a football player. Not everybody can be a singer. So what else is there to do besides going to college? And I feel like if we get to be able to show them and teach them and inspire them and motivate them, they'll see more careers that Black people are doing that they can do as well. That's not just about being a doctor, a lawyer, and a nurse, it's other things out there. You can use your creative mind and still make a living. Um, and I feel like it's our duty to do that because a lot of people don't get that representation and i think it's i think it's super necessary i i wish i had that representation when i was growing up because even in junior high school and middle school like i didn't care about school i didn't care about what was going on everybody else lived in the same area everybody else borrowed money from everybody everybody else needed food everybody else didn't have clothes everybody else was struggling like and struggling struggling to the day you were born to the day you die like That's all we knew. That's all it was. But we enjoyed ourselves. But I feel like if I had that representation, one, at home, and then two, like in the school, I think I would have been a better person or a better younger person or a better, I would have had a better idea of what being black meant and not just it being, well, I might be broke one day and I might not have money. You know, like, could I actually go out and do the things that I want to do? And I felt like we need to be that representation. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was really something that I wanted to talk, to talk about for a really long time. And I finally sat down and did it. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, If you guys really have anything else to say about this, I want you guys to DM me on Instagram at, at author SMB, or tag me in a post or tag me on IG stories. Let people know what you are listening to and really share the word of the race representation. I want you to share with everyone. I want people to really understand how important this is and why it's important because at the end of the day, we are black people and we need to show other black people that there's something else out there besides poverty And besides just hustling, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you can hustle as an entrepreneur, but I mean hustling where it's just like, I'm just trying to chase a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Any dollar. I don't care if it's a dollar and quarters or a dollar and dimes. Like, I'm just trying to chase a dollar. I feel like that mentality has to be changed. And we have to let people see that there's more out there than just poverty and um, being in jail and trapping and things like that. And I feel like we have to be the generation or those people to represent. So if that is something that is near and dear to your heart, I feel I challenge you in 2020 to start being that representation. Because um, in 2020, I'm going to try my hardest to be that representation because I felt like a lot of people need it. Even with my younger sister, I've been telling her like, hey, you know, get a side hustle. You know, I'm doing my business thing. How about you go out and do your singing thing? Like start creating videos and start doing these things. You, you say you want to do these things. And I know she's watching me. She might not say it but I know she is. I even told her, you know, everybody comp- compliments you on your edges. Charge $2 to do edges at school. Like, just do something. Be that representation. Like, I'm not just the Black girl y'all think I am. Like, I'll, I'm about mine. And I'm going to get mine. And yeah, so I try to encourage her every single day. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you really enjoyed it, share it on Instagram, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, whatever it is, and let the people know that you're listening. And